from Australia. This is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. And it's Graham, VK4BB, VK4Baker Baker here with the National News for week commencing March the 6th, 2022 in our 27th year of non-stop news. And we almost didn't get to 28. With all the floods in southeast Queensland, both my other two backup operators were in the same situation as I. All safe and sound, but power out, internet, etc. Then, lo and behold, right at the last moment, up it came. So, here we go with the news. And of course, the news other than the floods in southeast Queensland and northern New South Wales, is in Europe. And Ukraine bans amateur radio as part of state emergency. A decree by Ukrainian officials imposing a state of emergency, including a ban on amateur radio operation, has taken place because of the Russian military invasion. The decree can last as long as 30 days with an option to be extended. The International Amateur Radio Union is monitoring the events. Greg Mossop, Golf Zero DUB, IARU Region 1's Emergency Communications Coordinator, said, and I quote, The events in Ukraine are obviously fast-moving, and although there were early reports of telecommunications failures, it appears they may have been due to the volume of calls on the network. Webcams in the area are functioning, and people do seem to be able to make calls. Sadly, the Ukrainian National Society has reported a ban on the operation of amateur stations. It's been put in place for, as I said, 30 days. Region 1 and its member societies are monitoring the situation closely, but again they remind all radio amateurs that they must follow their national laws and regulations. The US news website, Politico, quoted Secretary of Ukraine's National Security and Defence Council, described the actions as, quote, preventative measures to keep calm in the country, end quote. The declaration is not in effect in the areas to the east, which has been occupied by Russian-backed separatists since 2014. We'll have more now with Jason, VK2LAW. In news from Region 1, Germany's DARC reports in Romania radio amateurs have been contacted by the government to offer their expertise should the situation deteriorate. DARC also provides guidance for German amateurs. A translation of the DARC post reads, As has been reported several times in the past few days, war is currently raging in Ukraine and, as a result, the use of amateur radio stations is completely prohibited. The situation is being monitored very closely by IARU Region 1 and its member countries, and measures to support the refugees are being prepared, particularly in the countries that are on the route of the refugee movements. In Romania, radio amateurs have been contacted by the government to offer their expertise should the situation deteriorate. In Poland, mobile phone providers are setting up temporary mobile phone stations and refugees are granted free use of mobile phones and trains. Furthermore, Polish radio amateurs have also activated more Winlink gateways to give Ukrainian radio amateurs more options for communication should the cellular networks fail or be switched off. In principle, however, every radio amateur who is currently transmitting from the Ukraine is risking his life. 
If you listen to a Ukrainian station, you should definitely not shout about it. The dissemination of call signs, locations and frequencies, whether on a band or in a cluster, should be avoided in any case. And still in that war-torn land, Elon Musk's Starlink system is now providing satellite internet services in Ukraine. The Creek City Times reports that Elon Musk says SpaceX's Starlink satellites are now active over Ukraine after a request from the embattled country's leadership to replace internet services destroyed by the Russian attack. The unprovoked invasion has left parts of the country without internet, while SpaceX has launched thousands of communication satellites to bring broadband to hard-to-reach areas of the world. Tesla North reports the Vice Prime Minister of Ukraine and Minister of Digital Transformation of Ukraine asked SpaceX CEO Elon Musk for Starlink Internet. Musk replied by saying, Starlink service is now active in Ukraine, more terminals en route. Starlink is a satellite constellation in low Earth orbit, allowing for internet to blanket anywhere on the planet. Users on the ground require satellite dishes that connect to Starlink satellites and ground stations for internet. The situation in Ukraine means if Russian troops damage internet communications, government officials will be able to remain online thanks to Starlink. SpaceX recently also helped Tonga get connected to Starlink internet after a volcano severed the island nation's fibre-optic cable, taking communications offline. In news from Region 2, ARRL seeks exemption from proposed US Forest Service communication facility fees, comment period to be reopened through to March 31. ARRL has filed comments with the US Forest Service, USFS, seeking an exemption for amateur radio facilities to a proposed new $1,400 annual administrative fee. The USFS proposal resulted from requirements in the Agricultural Improvement Act of 2018, aka the Farm Bill, which directs the Forest Service to collect fees for issuing communications use authorisations based on the cost to the agency for processing the applications, maintenance and other related activities. These fees would be in addition to the annual rental and cost recovery fees already being collected. On February 24th, the Forest Service filed a notice in the Federal Register that the comment filing window will be reopened on March 1 and additional comments will be accepted through to March 31st. Any US radio amateurs missing the first comment period or wishing to add to their earlier comments are encouraged to do so through this additional period. For VK1 WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK6, it can be heard on the linked repeater network originating from VK6 RAP at 9am Sunday morning. I'm Chris, Victor Kilo 6, Fox Charlie Bravo Golf. News Workbench, the Nuts and Volts report, homemade pan adapter brings waterfall to old radio. Ham radio operators can be pretty selective about their gear. Some are old school tube purists who would never think of touching a rig containing transistors, 
and others are perfectly happy with the small, software-defined radio hooked up to their PC. The vast majority, though, of us are somewhere in between. We appreciate the classic look and that feel of vintage radios, the throb of the tubes, as well as the convenience of modern ones. Better yet, some of us even like to combine the two by adding a few modern bells and whistles to our favourite boat anchor. Scott Baker is one such ham. He's only had his licence for a few months now and has already jumped into some great projects, including adding a pan adapter to an old Drake R4B receiver. What's a pan adapter, you youngsters may say? As Scott explains in his excellent write-up and video, a pan adapter is a circuit that grabs a wide band signal from a radio receiver that typically has a narrow band output. The idea is that rather than just listen to somebody's 4 kHz wide transmission in the 40 meter band, you can listen to a huge section of the spectrum covering potentially hundreds of transmissions, all at the same time. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Now, contest-wise, 2022. March is Sir John Moore Memorial Field Day, 19th and 20th of March. Harry Angel Memorial 80 Metre Sprint, Saturday 7th of May, 2022. 10 hours UTC to 11.46 UTC. The Don Edwards Memorial Slow Morse Contest, two days, starting May 14, 1800 hours, concluding May 15, 1600 hours. Saturday evening, 14 May, between 6pm and 9pm Eastern Standard Time, on 80 metres. Sunday afternoon, 15 May, between 1pm and 4pm Eastern Standard Time, on 40 metres. International CQ Pride Contest, June 4-6. New Worldwide Digital Contest, also June 4-6. VK Shires Contest, 11 June 2022. WIA VHF Hewership Field Days, Winter 2022. 0200 hours UTC, Sunday 25 June. Through 0159 hours UTC, Sunday 26 June. Deperson VK6. IAAUHF World Championship, next contest is July 9 and 10. WIA Trans-Tasman Lobian Contest, 16 July 2022. The Trans-Tasman Contest, held on the third weekend in July, aims to encourage Lobian activity between VK and ZL. WIA ID or Remembrance Day Contest, weekend closes to the 15th of August each year. 2022, it's Saturday, Sunday, August 13 and 14. DX Window. Month of March 2022. VK90 ABC, an Aussie station celebrating 90 years of the national broadcaster and is operating all this year. According to the call signs QRZ page, there will be no QSLs sent direct or via the Bureau. Contacts are to be confirmed via LATW and EQSL with logs uploaded once a month. VK90 ABC has made over 2,100 contacts across 80 countries using SSB, CW and FT8. Plus, ABC Radio have had two interviews of the event, including one with Australia all over. Turks and Caicos. Operators John, AF3K and Ross, W2TT, who cancelled their operation last year due to COVID, will be active as VP5-AF3K 
and VP5W2DT respectively. From Provinciales Island, NA002, between March 23 and 31. Activity will include an entry in the CQ Worldwide WPX SSB contest, March 26-27, signing as VP5P, QSL via N200 or Club Logs OQRS. All logs will be uploaded to LOTW, EQSL and Club Log. German North Pole of the Expedition. Operators Martina, DF3TS and Thomas, DCATM, will activate Svalbard as JW Strokeham calls the start their de-expedition between April 9 and 12th. Activity will be on SSB and FT8. They will be active from a Russian Severny Polyus, the scientific polar drifting base, approximately 80 kilometres from the North Pole on the Arctic Ocean, where they will activate WWFF area RFF 0176. Operators will use their special call signs DPOLE. When written out, this call looks like the word pole. And as RA stroke DCATM stroke P and RA DF3TS stroke P to represent the Russian flag of the camp between April 14 and 17. Activity will be on 40, 30, 20, 17 metres using SSB and FT8. Activity from the North Pole, 90 degrees north, under DPOLE and DCATM stroke P, together with Martina DF3TS stroke P, will take place sometime during this time. The exact schedule will depend very much on weather conditions on 20 metres. 14, 244 kHz plus or minus. Now note activity is limited to approximately 30 minutes. Mario, IZ3KVD is in Zambia using the call sign 9J2MYT. He will be there in Lusaka until June of 2022. Listen for him on SSB on 40, 20, 17, 15 and 10 metres. Send QSLs via IZ3KVD direct only. Reply QSL cards will be printed after he has returned to Italy. Netherlands PA PA75DXCC on air until August 2 celebrates the 75th anniversary of the first post-World War II list of DXCC members published in the July 1947 issue of QSD QSL via Robert's instructions Indonesia 7B2C, 7B2E, 7B2T, 7B2H and 7B2O are QRV until the end of October 2022 to celebrate the Japanese Hindu Siji temple that was built in 1475. Activities on the 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres using SSB and FT8. QSL via operator's instructions. Hadrian's Wall Special Event Station. There will be two special event stations, GB1900HA and GB1900HW running throughout the year 2022 to commemorate 1900 years since the building of Hadrian's Wall. QSL via Logbook of the World and Club Logger QRS. See QRZ.com for more info on GB1900HA and GB1900HW. Danish DX Group celebrates 50 years. 
The Danish DX group, DDX Tube, was founded May 27, 1972. To celebrate the 50th anniversary, special event station, OZ50 DDXG, is on air until December 31, 2022. Radio amateurs around the world can obtain the anniversary award by having contacts using CW, phone or digital modes with the anniversary station OZ50 DDXG. The anniversary station may be contacted once on each band and with each modulation type in every month. Each approved contact counts one point. BBC Centenary Special Event GB100 BBC Members of the BBC's Radio Club, the London BBC Radio Group, have been granted an exceptional all-year special event call sign to help celebrate the BBC centenary year in 2022. Ofcom will permit GB100 BBC to operate throughout the year from the headquarters station in Broadcasting House, London. The new year is going to be a good one for members of the Irish Radio Transmitter Society. HEMS will be using the special call sign EI90IRTS to mark the 90th anniversary of the founding of Ireland's National Society. Listen for the EI90IRTS callsign throughout 2022. QSL via EI6AL. Netherlands. Members of Veron's section of the Mid and North Limburg are QRV with special callsign PI75LAM to celebrate their 75th anniversary. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Enningham. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello, welcome to the segment. First up, it's Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program, Parks on the Air and other adventure groups. With the details, here's WIA National News Editor Graham, VK4BB. Yeah, Dorigo Parkfest is being held on the weekend of May 7 and 8, just a few months away. This is firstly a park activation weekend where operators will move around the different parks operating portable and secondly a social meetup for amateur radio operators who have been in contact via RF for some time but never met. Dorigo, located just west of Coffs Harbour, is surrounded by over 20 parks and has been chosen as the accommodation hub for the event. All park activators are welcome, and if you've never operated from a park for the WWFF program and would like some help getting involved, then get along, because I'm pretty sure the various hams there will help you on your POTA journey. For more information, search out the Facebook group called Dorigo Parkfest or email Marty VK4KC or Alan VK2MET, whose emails are on their qrz.com pages. And now from Dorigo to Belize. Bob, W0BNC will be active as V31BN from Hallover Bridge, Belize, between March 5th and 10th. He states on QRZ.com that he'll be doing at least one Parks on the Air activation for certain from V30057, the Altunha Archaeological Reserve, one of many Mayan ruins in the country, and will also be on the air in the evenings from his cabana located about five miles north of Belize City. Bob is also hoping to activate V30067 Community Baboon Sanctuary Wildlife Area 
V300022 Crooked Tree Wildlife Sanctuary, V300026 Spanish Creek Wildlife Area, and V300027 Shallow Creek Marine Reserve. Bob said the only downside is operating QRP on a KX2 with a variety of wire antennas and a Pac-12 vertical, but doubts that'll stop him from making contacts on SSB, CW and FT8. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ballooning, pushing ham radio to the limit. A ham radio balloon around the world at 41,000 feet. The group's best flight has been around the world three and a half times. Although difficult to spot who the group is, it's probably best found by searching Facebook and W5KUB. They get tracking every 10 minutes on a map that shows altitude, speed, course, voltage, etc. If you're interested in QRP, this little 10 milliwatt transmitter is being heard around the world, in Australia, Europe, Africa, Alaska, etc. All equipment is homebrew. The transmitter weighs only 7.8 grams, and the full 34-foot, 20-metre dipole weighs only 1.5 grams. You can join them in the fun of watching and tracking and learning. You can get tracking information and see lots of pictures, detail and comments by going to their unnamed Ham Radio Facebook group of over 12,000 hams at W5KUB, Amateur Radio Roundtable, Ham Radio Facebook. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier Space Technology News Micrometeorite knocked NBN's satellite off orbit in December. NBN was hit by a pair of outages to parts of its SkyMaster satellite network throughout December and early January. NBN Co.'s Chief Development Officer for Regional and Remote, Gavin Williams, said the first outage started at 8.30am on December 21st when Optus, which effectively flies the satellites, confirmed an off-orbit condition of the second satellite, which they call the 1B satellite. Maxar Technologies, which owns SSL, the builder of the SkyMaster satellites, said the satellite is equipped with optical recognition technology that saw some meteorite activity, which appeared to confirm their theory. What that did is effectively make the satellite's body rotate whilst it remains in its orbit, so the satellite is no longer pointing at the appropriate spot on Earth. Williams said the problem impacted 46,500 customers out of a total user base of about 112,000, which is about 40% of all users. Williams said that the satellite was able to recover and reorient with the Earth, but not before customers had their services cut for about seven hours. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA OC228 update. Andy. VK5MAV reports on February 25th that VK5MAV Portable is finished. Propagation was terrible. He said during daytime he wasn't able to make contacts anywhere except the 15-metre band, and even there it was very slow with a humble result of 300-plus QSOs. And he thanks everyone who finally made a contact, and sorry to those he didn't hear, hoping for better conditions next time. The log will be uploaded to Clublog and will be available for auto-match in a month as usual. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Old-Timers. With all the news, here he is, Clive. Reminding you that tomorrow is the first Monday of the month, time for the Radio Amateur's Old-Timers Club of Australia's March Bulletin to go to air. 
As usual, we'll have all the latest club news, followed by an item about the last Morse telegrams in New Zealand, then some short historical items from 1983, followed by the story of ferrites. And you might be surprised to learn who first used these now indispensable devices to miniaturise their military communications equipment. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is most welcome to listen to the programme and to join in the callbacks afterwards. Full details of all transmissions, times and modes can be found on the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au or just Google RAOTC Broadcasts. If none of the transmission times suit you, you can download the audio file at any time from today from the website. Members and friends of the RAOTC in Perth are reminded that the next lunchtime meeting at the Bayswater Hotel is this Tuesday, March the 8th. All are welcome, but do remember that WA public health rules apply. Once again, tune in tomorrow for the March RAOTC Bulletin. Enjoy the program and please join in the callbacks afterwards. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks, Clive. On to Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting, Netherlands Special Event. The Jota Station of the Scouting Campsite de Randerhoof, PC6RH, will be activating the special call sign PC70RH to celebrate the 70th anniversary of the campsite. Their activity will take place between April 2022 and March 2023, QSL via the Bureau to PF1SCT. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Amateur radio emergency communication may be hit by new fees. The Manistee News Advocate reports the proposed $1,400 forest service fee may impact amateur radio operations in Manistee County. For Manistee County's amateur radio enthusiasts, radio communications are more than a hobby. Its members also volunteer their services as backup communication in case of a catastrophic event in the area. But the enthusiasts using a particular radio tower in the Manistee National Forest may end up with a new $1,400 fee if a new fee system rule is put in place by the U.S. Department of Agriculture Forest Service Agency. Radio amateurs supply equipment to state civil defense. Brazil's National Amateur Radio Society, LABRE, reports on February 24, radio amateurs from RWR Piranha supplied portable communication equipment to the state civil defense. The kits assembled by the supervisors of RIA, State Emergency Network of Amateurs, can be taken for operations in remote locations being ready to use. They will facilitate locations and expedite the re-establishment of communication to emergency teams in disaster-affected regions. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Yota, Youngsters on the Air, Germany's DARC reports Friederike Dosch, DH9FD from Amberg, has received her Class A, HAREC equivalent, license, making her the youngest holder of a Class A license. The 13-year-old successfully passed the license exam at the Federal Network Agency in January and proved girls and technology works great. She was supported by her family, and from now on, she can be heard on the radio frequencies under the call sign 
Delta Hotel 9, Foxtrot Delta. Frederico's enthusiasm for amateur radio began two years ago. What a great story for me to finish on. Till next time, take care. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Who listens to radio? That go where you go, medium call radio. This is VK2 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au Social scene it is VK4 Redfest Saturday April 9 St Michael's College Caboolture Sellers can start filling tables after 7am The venue for selling will open at 9am although the public can gather from 8am for breakfast VK5 Australian Fox Hunting Championship and the Serg Convention, Mount Gambier, the Queen's Birthday Long Weekend in June, and also in VK5, the South Coast Amateur Radio Club's Buy and Sell, Sunday, April 24. Now till next we meet, stay safe out there, keep your feet dry and walk softly. I'm Graham, VK4BB. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.